My name is John Machada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. <clears throat> Late last night or early this morning, uh, Rain texted me. Oh, it was this morning. 10 o'clock a.m. I just woke up. <laughs> no, wait a minute. That's when I responded. Friday. So he texted me at 10 o'clock last night. <clears throat> Holy shit. I didn't even get it. Or did I? No, I didn't get it. Because I passed out at 10. I got like, like 11 hours of sleep. It was great. So anyway, um, he texted me, they're going to be coming for our guns. My response was, I tried warning everybody. Now Biden is going to write executive orders. All of this is true. Um, I assume his... Uh, text was in reference to the same thing as mine, which is that the White House came out to um, confirm that Biden is going to be writing executive orders for gun control. I've talked about H.R. 127. There's another bill that was wrote uh, that has to do with gun control. Um, And then, as I said the other night, isn't it convenient that two mass shootings a week apart happened not two months after Biden usurps the president or the Democrats usurp it for Biden. The Second Amendment is probably the most important amendment to the left. They lost lost four years um, of power and, as I keep saying, they have to amp it up. And now, within three months of Biden usurping the presidency, he's cut jobs, made us dependent on other countries for oil, for energy. Um, fuck, what other crazy dumb shit has he done? <coughs> Flung a couple of missiles at other countries in the Middle East. And uh, now, all of a sudden... Now we have two mass shootings, and uh, and he's talking about going after the Second Amendment. Today's Saturday. I just went to a um, a place I'd never been before. A city. I'm not gonna really. I don't want to tell you. Well, do I want to tell you? It wasn't in the thumb. It was like above the thumb. Um, oddly, it was only an hour away. And I had to take a piss. So I went into the a gas station up here. And as I just do now, because like I said, I, I just want to do this one thing and be out. If it was, I guess, more than that, if I didn't need something from them necessarily, I probably wouldn't wear my mask. But I had my mask like on my chin, about to put it over my nose to go and go piss and be out. Because I had to piss bad. I didn't want to fucking piss my pants. So anyway, um... I see a guy that's walking in (laughs) and it's because of how we've been conditioned that I'm like taking more notice of this guy doesn't have a mask on and he walks in and I'm like that's interesting uh all right and so I walk in now I don't wear my mask over my nose it's more of like a middle finger to people who are ultra masky um, but I walk in and both the people behind the counter don't have a mask on. I'm not giving the finger to anybody right now, you know? 
And then I look over, I see the 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 guy that <clears throat> seemingly wasn't from there. Looks like he's got some money. He's got his his stu- I mean to to spend money on these fucking masks. I like I did it for my Guy Fox mask because it was a part of my videos, you know. It was like, "Ooh, here's the silver lining to this shit show." You know, I'll get a mask where I don't have to wear it all over my face and I can breathe. <clears throat> or breathe better anyway. It's funny, a whole bunch of people watched it on BitChute when I wore that. They were fucking furious. They were so mad. I was, they didn't understand. Of course, I probably should have explained it, why I wear the mask. But anyway, um, I still got to get, get those videos out. Uh, so he's the only one wearing a mask besides me. And then I look over, and the other people in the fucking store are wearing masks. And I'm like, am I, did I just return to normalcy? And I rip mine off, and I go fucking piss, and I come back out a new man. Like, not only do I feel better about peeing, but everybody is not adhering to this stupid mask shit. Oh, it was a good feeling. So, uh, yeah, that was it. Went through the rest of the store. I got a monster. Fucking got in line. Everybody. And, and the conf- even more confusing, you know, because you would think that, like, all right, at least how society thinks it. This is just some podunk area, a bunch of rednecks and shit like that. The fucking dude behind the counter was queer as a $3 bill. I'm like, <laughs> and they don't, nobody seems to mind that. So, you know, all of these fucking um, thoughts that the left has of, the, of normal people is out the window. Nobody's wearing a mask. And yet, gay guy's just up there fucking being gay. Good for him, I guess. <laughs> Nobody's got a mask on. It felt so good. It felt like, <clears throat> yeah, this is normal. We've got it. We've got people who understand shit. Oh, it was nice. It was a nice little fucking. It must be. It, it must be how people in Texas feel all the time and Florida. Like I don't fucking need a mask, and nobody bothers you. You don't have to worry about. It's almost like being in prison. With a fucking mask on. If you if you don't have a mask on in a building where everybody's uber mask, you know, where you're just waiting. You're just waiting for fucking somebody to say something so you can light them up with the truth. I and and still in this past year, I've only had one person give me shit. And it wasn't even they didn't give me shit. I thought they were gonna give me shit about my mask not being on. You know what I mean? But it was like lady, I'm going to light you up. And she's like, no, I do that too. I forget sometimes going back to my car. It's like, oh, she's not looking to get into it anyway. So yeah, back to the, uh, back to Biden and his, uh, his executive orders. Um, any law, let me, this is not my opinion. This is exactly how it is. Any law, regulation, fucking policy procedure that goes against the constitutional sorry, that goes against the Constitution is unconstitutional. It means it's not a real law. And they're they're hoping, in fact, now betting on optics and on <clears throat> the collective to go along with one another because we have too few people uh, who are strong enough to stand up against the grain, against the, uh, the fucking current. <laughs> Or at least we did. Or at least I thought we did. I th- trust me, there's a lot of sheep out there. There really are. On both sides of the political spectrum, there's plenty of people who uh, 
along with anything. We'll listen to whatever their party tells them. But the Constitution is the law of the land here. The United States Constitution. Others, other countries have constitutions. They're shit. They're shit. Ireland has one. I don't give a fuck. Like, your, yours isn't ours. You don't have in there a freedom of speech. You don't have in there... No, you don't have the, ten, the, the, the Bill of Rights that we have, right? You don't have... Um, you don't have the amendment or uh, something like the amendment, the equivalent, uh, that <clears throat> recognizes and acknowledges your right to self-defense, which is what we have in the Second Amendment. So now Biden is going to come after it. They've been chipping away at it for forever, and now he's coming after it with the executive order. I'm interested to see what he says. I'm interested to see what he does. He's mentioned before, especially after the Boulder, Colorado shooting, um, he's mentioned assault rifles. Well, that's just a fucking a label that idiots have put on rifles that have essentially pistol grips. A pistol grip might be more comfortable, but it doesn't like make the gun more dangerous. It doesn't make the gun shoot <laughs> just because you got a pistol grip. You know, um, it's just, it, it's a, it's a comfort thing for people, you know, uh, and, and they, they would, and, and the thing is, and I think I said this in one of my last podcasts, um, if a lefty were to describe an assault rifle, which you can't because it's a made up term, uh, all terms are made up. Yeah, but this one's even more made up in order to not, it doesn't even carry a, a fucking definition to it. If, you were, if they were to describe it, they would be describing shotguns. They'd be describing all sorts of guns that aren't assault rifles. <clears throat> it's just because, one, they don't know what gun, they don't know guns at all. And listen, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the fucking biggest knower of guns that there are, but I know the difference between guns. I know what, you know, pistol grips can do and, and fucking, and, and <laughs> it's just so laughable. When you have somebody that doesn't know anything about something that tries to come in and, and legislate against it, you know, the problem isn't guns. It never has been. Never. Not once. The problem is armamentation. The problem is the, the, the problems with society as a whole. The problem with guns is the same problem that um, you have with somebody who takes a car and runs it into somebody. The problem with guns is the same problem with somebody who takes a knife and stabs somebody or a blunt object and beats the hell out of them until they're dead. The problem with guns is the same problem that you have with people who build bombs and blow shit up. It's not the actual mechanism that you use, that they use in order to inflict damage or death upon someone. It's them. And we all know this. We know better. But what the left knows and understands, one, this is all a lie. This is all a secret. They don't want you to be able to defend yourself against them. They want to rule without threat of resistance. That's it. And they're not going to stop. Expect it to get worse. But guns should be the last straw amongst us. And yes, I'm going to bring up war again. If they enact gun measures that take away your right 
to, to have guns, I would I would assume that this is the last straw, that people will go to war over this. And I'll tell you about war. I'm scared to death of it. I'm not prepared. I think I'm probably more prepared than, than most, but I'm not prepared. And what I mean by most is most of our country who are um, dependent on society as it is, which I think is the majority. And as I say that, um, we're talking about 400 million people, right? Just because I might say that I'm more prepared than the majority of people of, of the United States, there's probably millions of other people that are far more prepared than I am, okay? So I'm not trying to hold some kind of braggadocious claim of any sort. But even as prepared as I may be ahead of others, I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared to go to war. Yeah, I've got my guns. I've been trying to get my body in shape. I've been trying to get my mind in shape, right? I've thought about what I would do in case shit hits the fan, things of that nature. And I think, I think human beings are um, adaptable in these situations, you know? I know for the most part what I would do where I would go if shit hits a fan but I'm not totally prepared and I'm scared I'm scared of, of going to war even against the left look dude the, you know my mind's kind of changing I shouldn't say kind of my mind is changing the deeper we get into this and the more things that have happened and nothing's nothing's there's really been no reaction to it resistance to it. Especially when it comes to law enforcement and the military. You know, at times in the past, I've talked about how I believe that the majority of law enforcement and the military would break off against the, the government itself if they enacted, un, you know, strict unconstitutional measures against our constitutional rights. Not even our constitution. Listen, the constitution, again, it just recognizes and acknowledges our rights and our liberties. But we have natural inalienable rights. And, you know, I assumed it's, it, if, if ever there were strict measures against those, that the, you know, the majority of law enforcement in the, uh, the military would, would break off in order to fight against it today? I don't know. I'm sure that there would still be certain, uh, a certain amount that would, but overall, the compartmentalization is a lot stronger than I even gave it credit for. My, my worst fear, I don't know if it's my worst fear, but a serious fear that I have would be getting caught in a position where I was surrounded without anybody to help. And what I mean by that is, you know, in in the city with, you know, the sheep all going in a certain direction and fucking law enforcement there where I'm outnumbered completely. There's no way for me to escape, to grab my kids and get out, you know, grab my kid's wife and get out and get to a safe place. That is what I fear most out of this situation that we're coming to. 
Because I don't, I don't want to end up in a fucking death camp, do you? You know, I mean, those would... Let's say shit were to hit the fan, I got lucky enough to, to not be within the, the scope or range where they can round us up and throw us away, which is exactly what would happen. You know, and, and if you think if you think this is crazy, uh, well, then you must think AOC is crazy. You must think the fucking left is crazy because they're the ones who are touting education camps. Hillary Clinton has been saying it for years. She said it not too long ago. What about three, four months ago? She was talking about education camps or re-education camps for adults. Understand they're not going to say it that exact way, but saying something to the effect of we need, well, I think they have said camps, places for, for people to go to be uh, um, rehabilitated. That's a re-education camp. That's a FEMA camp. What do you think FEMA's set up for? You, oh, you think it's just for uh, natural disasters and emergencies? No. No. That's a joke. They're not even that good at that. They're good at something. They're not good at fucking dealing with natural emer- natural disasters and emergencies. Look at fucking, look at what happened down there in New Orleans, you know? They're good at something. They're not good at that. They're not good at the thing that their name implies. You know what I mean? Like, they're just not. They're really good at rounding people up and throwing them in fucking camps to either use them for slave labor, to kill them, or to actually re-educate them, which can happen, I suppose. I don't want to be in those centers, but I'll tell you this, in a time of war, that's the best place to recruit soldiers from against them. Go break into one of those things, take all the prisoners out. You got a fucking whole army right there. So if, if shit were to really hit the fan, and we're talking, you know, way ahead of, of it popping off, and I were I were either somebody that could talk to the leader or the leader or something, I'd be saying, we got to break into that camp or these camps and get all those people out. You'll, that's where you find a good good set of soldiers right there. So it's, it's, it's in places where uh, they try to fucking re-educate them. But anyway, um, no, they're already talking about it. This has been within the conspiracy research realm for a very long time that we've known about these FEMA camps and shit. And then the left have been talking about it. FEMA is well-funded, very well-funded. A shit ton of our money goes to them every year. And they're terrible. They're terrible at, at managing catastrophes and shit. They're really good, or at least prepping to be really good, for uh, rounding people up and sending them off. I don't think the government wouldn't do that to you. They absolutely would. The government doesn't give a shit about you. Even their own supporters, they don't give a fuck about. But now we got Biden that's coming out. And he's going to put out executive orders. Like I said, I don't know exactly what's going to be in them, but I can only assume that much as he's been talking about in his last couple of uh, uh, statements that he's made, is he's going after assault rifles. Well, this is the worrisome thing, at least it should be for all of you that have even handguns. You see, the assault rifle, since uh, it's just a made-up term, has no definition to it, what they're going to do is they're going to put literature in there. Oh, you son of a bitch. They're going to put um, descriptors in there that apply to handguns. You know damn well it's going to say semi-automatic. You know 
somewhere in there, in that bill, in that executive order, it's going to say uh, semi-automatic. That pertains to handguns too. So there, it's going to envelop handguns. And then they're certainly going to take out all rifles. Your fucking 22 is probably going to be caught up in it. I'd assume even shotguns are going to be thrown in the mix. Mixed in the mix. They don't want you having any guns, dude. Probably even a fucking harpoon. They wouldn't want you to have that. Or a crossbow. I don't know. Maybe they might allow the crossbow. Or try to. But this should... Fuck. As I said, dude. The fucking capital should have been stormed a hundred times over. This would be another one. Even him merely mentioning it should cause for us to go and fucking run up at that bitch. But, you know... Who's all together? That's another worrisome thing. Again, I've said it before that the the law enforcement, the military, and the government, this is their life. This is their their job. This is their retirement. Or working towards their retirement. Is every day going in, working eight hours a day, Monday through Friday, sometimes overtime, and getting a pension for being good little doggies in order to prepare against you. That's their livelihood. What's your livelihood? A plumber? An electrician? An accountant? You know? When do you go to the firing range? Oh, every once in a while. When do you clean your gun? Well, hopefully you clean your gun after every use, but, uh, you know, when do you go and practice survival skills at all? Uh, on the weekends every once in a while, usually just in the summer. See what I mean? They go through training, what, in law enforcement, certainly military, once every week, if not every day, I don't know. Law enforcement, quite often, going to the firing range, got to pass certain tests every year, even though you do have some fat fucks out there. So their livelihood is to prepare against you. Your livelihood has nothing to do with it. Well, at least the majority of ours. So we're all pretty unprepared. You know, they bought up the ammo. Fucking, uh, the the Pentagon bought $2 billion worth of ammo about, uh, what was it, eight years ago? Somewhere in there. So they've got plenty of shit. I'll tell you this, man. Um... Shit hits the fan, and you can get out to somewhere and get a little, get a little group together. You got to get somebody who knows how to make bullets. Flat out, it'd be great if you knew somebody who knew how to make guns, but you got to have somebody who knows how to make bullets, and you got to have access to gunpowder of some sort, somewhere. That is, that is such an asset on your team. Hey, brain, wink, wink, nod, nod. Can you? Uh, you learn how to make bullets. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of shit that goes into survival that we don't think of all the time. <clears throat> That's a huge one. Because <clears throat> you're going to run out of ammo, you know. Even if you've got um, a shit ton of ammo, a couple of my listeners got quite a, quite a bit. I'm not going to say who, but there's, <laughs> there's a lot. They, they may have a lot, but guess what? After, what, 10 years of fighting or whatever it may be, 
maybe even having to lend it out to somebody. You know, you need you need somebody that knows how to remake shit, and not just ammo, all sorts of fun stuff. You know, you need the you need the stuff where it's like things that are gonna run out. You need somebody who knows how to tailor. You need somebody who know, who knows how to make clothes. You know, you need that. You're gonna need clothes. Your your jeans are gonna wear out. You're gonna have holes and shit in them. You know, certainly who know how to cook. You need somebody who knows how to uh, make um, herbs and spices, where to get them from. In, in, in those survival guides that I talk about, they will they will teach you about what berries not to eat, what mushrooms not to eat, which is like the fucking majority of them. What are those ones that we got in Michigan? They're like pure purels, no murals, something like that. They're pretty good. I've only had them once. They're really good. I remember my dad going and getting some uh, mushrooms out of the backyard and uh, gave him food poisoning. Just when it comes to mushrooms, you watch out, okay? <laughs> they can be fucking dangerous. Um, and really important, well, you need somebody who knows medicine. You know, medicine books would help. Or medical books. You know, how to set a bone. How to stitch somebody up. Especially when it comes to the, the core, the vital shit. You need somebody who knows how to fucking, how to knock somebody out. You need somebody who knows how to, uh, how to make drugs. Or at least where to get ingredients to make, uh, not, not, uh, uh, narcotics. Not necessarily. But maybe even that. Knock somebody out. You know, come up with something to the effect of, uh, of, uh, morphine, Right? Not to get addicted to, but to knock somebody out in case you gotta fucking go into their their guts and stitch them up. You know, you need this shit, or else people are gonna fucking die off pretty quick. However, as I talk about all this shit, you know, we got here because of the people before us. We need to venerate the people before us. We really do. Who, you know, even if they only came up with one thing, hey, they still came up with that one thing. set us at a great uh, at a great advantage because we have all of this information we should never look back on the people on history down our, you know look at them or look down out down our nose at them as if they were stupid or whatever because you know a lot of them didn't know how to read or write and if somebody wouldn't have taught you you wouldn't either if you would have grew up at that time more than likely you would have too you wouldn't have known how to read or write i would hope that most people, and this is really the only time that I ever, and I don't mean to give shit to the people of the past, but it's like, you know, I, I tried to look around and think of the things that I don't know and the things that I'll need, you know, or might come up handy. And I try to learn that shit. I mean, even down to the very small thing, like, uh, like playing chess, chess is about strategy. I'm not super good at it. Just ask Brain. He's kicked my fucking ass every time I've played him. Ugh. Ugh. Fuck, does that get annoying. <laughs> Even right now, like, we just started a new game, which I keep taking forever to, to uh, make my moves, so he's got to be getting irritated at me. But even right now, I, I think each of us have maybe taken one, one pawn, or maybe he, he's taken one of my pawns. Even right now, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to lose. <laughs> Like shit, 
I almost feel like a win for me is when I kill his his uh, his queen. When I kill his queen, like uh, that's a win for me. Even though I didn't win the whole game, I'm like, fuck you. At least I still took out your queen. Um. <laughs> But, uh, you know, even learning that. So, like, when I look back at history, I'm like, why didn't you learn to read and write? It's so beneficial. But, you know, there. then again, it wasn't super important for most people. Um, and as a society, most people didn't think it was, like, of the utmost, like, like I said, the utmost importance. So a lot of people didn't necessarily learn it. You know, in a lot of cases in their life, they didn't need it. And now, just think about how we live now, shit. It's, it would be embarrassing not to know how to read and write. But, you know, that's neither here nor there now. But that's really the only only thing that I would ever even, like, really consider giving shit as a whole to the people of the past. You know, over that, man, I fucking, I, I, try, to, I try to prop them up as much as I possibly can because we're at such a great advantage because of them. And it's still being true today, especially with our founding fathers here. You know? To, to, to come up with a government where we should be ruling ourselves but yet again and I can't remember the exact phrase and uh, was it Franklin who said it uh, you know we give you this new um, government it's up to you to keep it well we failed we fucking failed you know there was some good shit that we've done and coming up with like the 14th amendment and things like that, you know, civil rights and what have you. Those were things that needed to be done. And I would certainly uh, subscribe to the idea that we, that they had it in the constitution that would lead to those things, right? Important things like freedom and liberty for all, for all, whether or not they acknowledge people, although they did back then, because guess what? Somebody made enough of a fuss where they would have to fight to free slaves. Somebody in government made enough of a fuss that it started catching on where people realized, yeah, you know, human beings as slaves is a stupid idea. And not only stupid, it's atrocious. But again, that's the the people of old, before all of us, that came up with shit. And still paying dividends. So, you know, I always venerate them. Those that came before us. That blazed the trails for us. And we need to always learn from our, our, our mistakes and our history. You know, or else you are absolutely doomed to repeat it. But, and, and even that's coming true today. Look at all the shit that's going on. Look at the racism and where it's at today. You know, at one point, yeah, there were there were people uh, who had white skin that were racist towards other people. Hell, they were fucking prejudiced against their own. The Irish, the Italians, you know, immigrants and shit like that. There's always been fools throughout history. But now look at where we're at. Now, and I think it's more of, more to do with an engine behind all of that in the, the liberal left who, and even higher than them, it's higher than that. You know, if you read like the protocols and uh, I've even been talking with Bentley Craig about it a little bit um, and even he was like, yeah, dude, I, I got to some links and this shit's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely crazy. 
uh, in agreement with him. That this shit is out of hand. And the racism now, the institutional racism that they keep complaining about, we need to stop fighting it when they say this shit. But we need to point out that it's on them, it's not on us. You know, remember a, a few years back when they kept talking about the, uh, the, the raping on college campuses? And you had a lot of conservatives and shit coming out to, to fight against it. Why would they fight against that? Yeah, okay, we'll go with the, I mean, even though the truth is, is that that wasn't the case. So, no, I mean, I, I get that point. But, you know, we should have been turning around going, yeah, guess where it's at? In your places of fucking living. It's where you commute. It's where you have an effect. Yes, in your places. The rape is at an all-time high. When they talk about institutional racism, don't fight it. But point out where it is. Yeah, there's institutional racism. And it's on you. It's called affirmative action. You fuckers have come up with institutionalized racism against other races. You shitheads. You know? But it's all about the narrative for them. And it's all about division. So it'll be real interesting to see if maybe, hopefully, this is the final straw and what we do. And, man, I keep thinking, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming ever more anti-authority that I think the, the more that time passes on to the point where it's like, you know, is this it? Is this the thing? You know, I mean, I kind of say it as a joke. You know, is this the thing that's going to set me off to be the, the leader of the, the fucking war or some shit? But it's not just me. There are millions of other people that I have to assume are feeling the same exact thing. Where it's just like, you know what? This one fucking thing happens this way. And that's it. And I think it's going to, it could be this, this, uh, whatever Biden comes out with. Again, I'll be very interested to see what he has to say and what he's going to try and put in this executive order. It's not him, by the way. It's not him. Although I say it's Biden, he's just the fucking, he's the face of it. It's whoever's behind him and what they're coming up with. Rest assured, um, Biden, Biden doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know where he's at. You know, look at all the gaffes that he's already done. Look at his speech. It was terrible. He was mumbling all through it. The, the lady that asked him about uh, the mom that, uh, and I think I, I put this on the, the episode yesterday that I never put out. Um, the, the reporter asked him about an a, a unaccompanied minor who had a phone number that they called the mom. And uh, she's, you know, she said that she was trying to get him up there. And Biden's response to this question was, you know, I'm not going to allow for a minor to be at the border and not feed and clothe them and just push them away and let them go hungry and starve to death. You know, and it's like, yeah, but dude, this was your thing. This was the whole left. It's all of your fault. You incentivize this shit. You said it on the fucking campaign trail. There's all sorts of illegal aliens or at least, uh, um, people who are trying to migrate up here to essentially cross the border um, illegally that have been that have, have been interviewed and they've all said yeah we came up here because of what Biden said on the campaign trail that he said it would be easy to come over and to get amnesty there'd be a pathway to it and he's already pushed 
Uh, and I don't know, did he make the executive order? I don't know all the executive orders, I'll be honest. Um, to, uh, to grant amnesty to 11 million. It's again, that 11 million number. Like, fuck dude, don't, doesn't anybody realize you've been saying that for fucking 15 years? It's far greater than 11 million. I can't remember who it was that I was, uh, I was watching on a video who came out with, uh, the actual number. And I don't think it was, uh, somebody on the right. It was somebody on the left. Um, where the number was like, I think it was upwards of like 360, 365 million people in the United States. So, yeah, it's pretty fucking high, dude. But anyway, no, I mean, uh, you know, we'll see what, what, what's in this executive order and we'll see what the reaction is. You know, it does scare me. Um, it does keep me up at night, which is, you know, except for last night, I passed out right away. I had no problem getting to sleep last night. Um, but we'll see, you know, and, uh, fuck, I'd love for everything just to go back to normal, man. But even with the masks and shit, you know, I'm seeing all over the place where there's people who are predicting, uh, you know, people from the CDC and, and, uh, within the, the Biden administration who are saying, you know, 10 years, 10 years. It's never going to end with them. They want this to go on forever. It is never going to end. Mark my words. They do not want this shit to end ever. They love it. It's control over you. When they see a whole crowd with masks on, it's, it fucking gives them a heart on, even if it's a chick. And especially if it's one of them tranny chicks that still have their balls. They got a great big old heart on because they've got control over you. Control, uh, control, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And uh, the administration that's in is arguably one of the most corrupted and power-hungry administrations that we've ever had in the United States of America. And it's, uh, it's quite worrisome. So, anyway, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal.